So you've got a podcast or an idea for a podcast or no ideas yet, but you want to start a podcast. Whatever stage you're at, G Media Solutions is here to help you take your podcast to the next level. We are a podcast production company based in Atlanta that specializes in audio recording, video live streaming, and all the elements you need to make your podcast thrive. To fulfill your podcast needs, contact us on Facebook and or Instagram at G Media ATL. Before the start of this episode, I wanted to tell you about another podcast that I am producing for my friend Aisha. It's called the Botanica Podcast. I wonder what she thinks of that pronunciation. But anyway, (laughs) uh, here's a trailer for the podcast. You can subscribe to it uh, anywhere you get your podcast, just like ours. Here it is. Welcome to the Botanica Podcast. This is your host, Aisha. Listen in as we discuss topics like love, health, sex, relationships, and even alternative medicine. We stream live every Sunday at 8 on Facebook. Listen to the Botanica Podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to stop by our Botanica every Sunday. We have a lot to share. Welcome to, by the time you hear this podcast, I'm Greg, and this may be considered uh, either a repeat episode or a very special episode, but we're trying something a little bit different here. First of all, again, want to thank you for being with us through 200 episodes, and what we're going to try to do, and still in an effort to be more consistent, as we are always looking for Uh, ways to continue to do that or to attempt to do that or to just do better at doing that what we're going to do for this episode is uh throw it back we're going to have a throwback or flashback depending on which day this actually publishes but either way we're going to take one of our um one of our old episodes and replay it for you and for this particular throwback, uh, one of my favorite episodes that we've done, and I mentioned it on our 200th episode, is discussing the film You Got Served. Uh, it's, <laughs> well, everyone has their opinions about the movie, good or bad. Were you a fan of B2K or Immature or Steve Harvey? Either way, uh, it was just the entire process of this movie being made and it being about street dance culture and all of the errors and all of the bad writing and acting and loopholes in the story it was just a fun conversation uh, uh between me ben and our podcast cousin brandon so uh wanted to bring that episode back uh, for you to listen to and enjoy and for the new listeners this is one of our older episodes that I think uh, I think you'd like it as well so enjoy this throwback episode uh, this was episode 111 <laughs> Mr. Rad's Street Dance Emporium uh, talking about you got served and we'll have a new episode for you very soon peace um, okay good times, good times. so we started the program mm-hmm. 
with uh, a scene from the cinematic masterpiece. Um, Don't undersell it, Greg. Don't undersell it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the Academy Award snubbed film. Oh, that's yeah, that is yes, that is more accurate. <laughs> the film that ended gang wars. Yes, all across nations. They were sleeping at the. They were asleep at the wheel when they didn't nominate this one. Yeah, I was very mad. I think I stayed out of class that day. <laughs> How could they overlook this tragedy? Um. And of course, we're talking about You Got Served, um, a film released in 2004. <laughs> um, a little bit of why we why this film kind of sticks out to, to Ben and I, um, this was during a very uh, strange sophomore year at West Georgia. Um, it really was a strange yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of things happen which aren't music related, so we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. But um, uh, a bunch of us went to see this film. Uh, our previous guests, people we know from West Georgia, I yeah. think a- Abraham and Mario came with us. Um, Back Clarissa with me. <laughs> so uh, another weird part of that year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we actually went to the movies to see this. I think we all went into it knowing it. It was like, this is probably going to be bad. <laughs> Bro, when I saw the commercial and the floor shook, I was like, I have to see this movie. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we figured this was going to be bad. So, we, uh, uh, well, let's go see it because I think it was probably a, a Saturday night in Carrollton. What else uh, are you going to do, huh? There's not much to do. <laughs> we, were, we were black youths in a... And I think, I, think, I think it was like $5 to see it or something. Yeah, the movie like theater that. there was yeah, not expensive. It was very cheap. Times was different back then. <laughs> and either we went to CC's before or after. Because <laughs> CC's was like right there. By the, no, it was because it wasn't CC's yet. It was um, oh, uh, Papa's Pizza. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, what a year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, that's this is why it sticks out to us. Uh, of course, it's been it was written and directed by Chris Stokes, who was the business manager of B2K and Marcus Houston. Um, oh, I didn't know he managed Marcus Houston too. Yeah. Oh boy. Because he managed Immature. Oh. The mastermind behind Tug Records. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. All right. See, so what 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 the rumors of what happened with members of B2K mm-hmm. that happened with Immature also. That's so sad. Damn, Chris Stokes. What were you? Oh, boy. Um, this was with a budget of $8 million, so that could explain some things. Um, <laughs> it made $48 million at the box office, in the U.S. at least. So, Okay, so um, you got served. It's, a, it's, a, it's considered a comedy drama. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy emphasis on a lot of unintentional comedy, but yeah. Yeah. And just no emphasis on on either, really, to me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this was what I read. This was written by Chris Stokes um, six years previous. Um, and he probably have, was going to have Immature be in the film. Yeah. But I think their popularity had died down by then. Um, 
interesting enough, just wanted to get to some people who were in the film, <laughs> but I didn't know. Um, Kevin Federline. Yep. K-Fed. Was in Wade's crew. Um, Columbus Short was one of the choreographers. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know where he was, but he... He was I, in it, too. He was, like, right in the beginning. Yeah, when uh, Omarion does the backflip, mm-hmm. standing ne- right next to the guy. <laughs> that that was Columbus Short he was standing next to. Yeah. And also, Harry Shum Jr., who played Mike Chang on Glee, was also in it hmm. as, a, as a dancer. I don't know where, but <laughs> that's where it was. Um... So uh, start from the beginning. Um, I just want to give my my first note, and we'll kind of go around here. I know Brandon said he had some notes. Um, first four and a half minutes, no dialogue. Nope. They just yeah. jump right in with a with the yeah. dance battle. Just straight serving. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost superhero movie esque. Yeah, like how yeah. You no, know, they have like the big action scene to open the movie. Like, that was them. They were like, you know what? Let's let the dancing do the talking for us. Yeah. Let's let them know why we're here. Yes. Um, very long dance battle. It went the entire length of the song. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the song restarted like three times. <laughs> yeah. Because I heard, <laughs> so like, your dreams have been fulfilled. I heard that, like, a bunch of times. Like, it sounds like that's the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I love that song, too. Um, it's, it's just, I don't know. I just really like that song. Um, Brandon, what what did you have? What was the first note you had when watching it? The the <laughs> <laughs> I did not reread these notes that I took down. Oh boy! And they're hilarious. The first thing I have is evidently Steve Harvey runs an underground dance battle circuit. <laughs> More to come on that later. Yeah, and, uh, Mr. Have... Rad's uh, Mr. Rad's. Street Mr. Dance Rad. Emporium? Like, Street what is this? <laughs> like, what is this? What is this place? Is it just an abandoned warehouse? Is it a... How does he a, pay for it? Is it a gym? What does he do when he's not... Yes. When he's not taking advantage of kids? When he's not taking advantage of children. <laughs> because that whole team, in that first scene, they split $600. Yeah. And well, it was like 12 of them, right? Yeah. That's not very much for your work. <laughs> it's like max if they split it evenly, mm-hmm. that's fifty bucks. How many how many weeks, how many hours did they work on getting that choreography? <laughs> exactly. It's like what are the rehearsal schedules like? Do they get medical? God forbid one of them lands awkwardly on their ankle. <laughs> They're down for a bit. And then they can't get that fifty dollars a day for <laughs> dancing. <laughs> also another question about this street dance emporium. Um well, it had two levels, right? Come on. And now. I wonder, was there was there a, like a concession stand or something? How did I know you're going like, there? <laughs> I feel like, it, like I feel like there should have been a, a a shot of a concession stand in there. There's like a bar. They're serving up. And they're serving up incredible hulks. There. It would seem like it would seem like they should have made way more than six hundred dollars. Exactly, yeah. unless the price of admission is like a nickel. <laughs> which 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 digs into my. My suspicions of Mr. Rad coming later on in the movie. Uh, yeah, I, I have a theory about Mr. Likewise. Rad also. Um, yeah, because well, well, also none of these kids have jobs. Uh, well, I mean well, they do, but they're just well, not David legit. and Elgin have quote unquote jobs, jobs in the loosest sense of the word. Um, the next note I had was 
because this was after the first battle. Then they go work for Emerald. Um, I felt like they weren't delivering drugs. People keep saying it's a, he's a drug lord. I felt like they just had like stolen merchandise as far as like like shoes and electronics that fell off a truck or something. In those small bags? You never know. They were hustling cassettes. <laughs> I, <laughs> Blank cassettes CDs. and CDs. No, nah, I, I think I honestly I think it was drugs and probably in the powder form. Yeah, it's probably drugs. Um like ain't nobody gonna no one's gonna jump in and beat you for some shoes. <laughs> like they jump and put this dude in the hospital, almost mess up his dance career. Do it let's not jump ahead. Yeah. Um <laughs> or some shoes. <laughs> oh, I also made I also had this note when they go work for Emerald. I called it Hood Postmates. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they were ahead of their time. <laughs> Is Chris Stokes owed royalties? Did he like inadvertently come up with like Postmates, Uber Eats, all this stuff? They're like, yeah, man, we just you get someone, you give them a backpack, and they deliver stuff for you, man. Like, you thought it was drugs, but it was just a bag full of Jack in a box. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that would be good right now. <laughs> um, also had uh, when they they did the hood Postmates thing, and then David crashes at Elgin's house, and you see David wake up. And I'm like, with that hair, there is no way. No way. He should not have a do rag on. Yeah. Why does he not have on a do rag? These these are these are important things, Chris Stokes. Chris, Chris, <laughs> I'm sure he didn't go to the <laughs> USC School of Writing <laughs> or film. Or film because it was like, okay, in this scene, uh, just act like you sleep. All right, and action. <laughs> someone like someone who's actually probably trying to make real movies as a PA on 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 the set. He's like. Chris, man, like, what about the continuity? He's like, what's continuity? Like, what? Continental? Con- uh, what? Continental? Like what? breakfast? Oh, they got that at the hotel, man. Action! Like, um, <laughs> like none of this makes sense. <laughs> what? Uh, what note? Did, what notes did you have? What next note I've, did you have? The weird thing is that I. It is inferred that Amarion and Marcus Houston's character. Our best friends, mm-hmm. and they take part in nightly dance battles on a weekly basis. And one would one would one would think that okay, him crashing at his house is a normal thing. Well, that morning he goes into the kitchen where he sees Marcus Houston, Elgin. He sees Elgin's little sister, and he pretends that he hasn't seen her in. Years, three <laughs> years. <laughs> what? It's like, oh my god, I haven't seen you in years. How you doing, girl? Plot hole. <laughs> yeah, Chris yeah. Stokes, man. We need to put these together and send them to Chris Stokes. Um, and, and then yeah. she's like, and she says something like, "Oh well, life's been life, living life and stuff since you guys moved to the hills or something." Oh yeah, like, like he he lives in Baldwin, Baldwin hills, hills, which is like. Black Laguna Beach. Yeah, that's supposed to be the nice area. That's, that's what. Yeah. So why is he dancing in battles? At, so why that's is probably he why. He, he got to work. He's a trust fund kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have all this access. Yeah. And you and your friends are still dancing yeah. in sweaty, sweaty dance emporiums ran by a questionable <laughs> figure. Clearly. Who may or may not be a super villain. 
clearly um he is in the red he's he's in the red he's paying for a studio expensive streetwear um and he's making 50 bucks a battle he is clearly in the red and his parents are funding this <laughs> they're just like whatever it keeps him off the streets little do they know he's peddling drugs it's just <laughs> um oh i had um when he asked her um, when was the last time you saw us perform? And she said, oh, it was that, that Christmas thing at the mall. And he says, dang, girl, that's messed up. Dang, <laughs> Great that's writing. Um, she had to oh, give up Princeton, man. Yeah. She's been working at a hospital. She doesn't have time to come see a little dance exactly. crew. Exactly, exactly. Every night or week or whatever. 12-hour shifts with Megan Good. <laughs> at the hospital, yeah. What do they do at the hospital? They're not nurses because they're not. I figured they were candy stripers without the candy stripes. They work. They do. They do stuff. <laughs> like they can't. It, they had they on scrubs. I'm like, what do you? What? You ain't taking nobody's blood. Not certified <laughs> to do anything. At most, you're listening to a heartbeat. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> yeah, they're like they're yeah. high school. They seem like they're high school, right? If she's going off to community college or um, yeah. Yeah, then they're just out of high school, so they're not. I mean, they might volunteer. They probably push somebody to their room, <laughs> stuff like that. Like they're 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 kids. Um. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's messed up. I feel like he improvised that line. And yeah. Crystal just like perfect, perfect. perfect. Just yes. keep doing that. Keep doing that. <laughs> and that's why there's a lot of that in the movie. <laughs> um. Did you have any notes for that? Any other notes for that scene, Brandon? Well, my next, <laughs> I have in all caps that the acting is terrible. Oh, God. Well, and this movie, oh, another thing, this movie is painfully 2004. In 2004, <laughs> I was 14. So, you know, long, oversized tees and yeah. stuff like that. And the one thing that caught my eye when in that scene when he woke up, that they fell asleep watching the and one mixtape. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that so they was, get their dance move Nothing ideas. says 2004 like and one mixtape. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Uh, so David offers to walk her to work. Um. Didn't even shower. But didn't no, change. That was like, did he brush no, his he, teeth? At first or? he offers her offers to drive her to work. Yeah. She says yeah. no. She says she wants no, to walk. and she wants to walk as if it's down the street. She, yeah, it's down the street, and that's how she stays in shape. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I was but like, did he a whole fifty feet? Small hood. I was like, did he at least get the crust out of his eyes? Because nah, he, he, he didn't change clothes or nothing. He just woke up like, ah, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, yeah, uh, Elgin is on like I don't know people who are like protective of their younger siblings. Um, it's a it's a very popular movie trope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but it always seems like they're gonna go too far. Yeah, you break a heart, I'll break a neck. And he 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 eventually Elgin eventually went too far. Yeah. Um. The next I had was uh, like the next battle. Um, when it was just two, it was two other crews and then one crew won. And then David and Elgin, like double or nothing. 
because mm-hmm. they have an end with Mr. Rat like that. Uh, <clears throat> one, they didn't pick a new song. <laughs> it was like the same song. It is time to dance and dance to breathe in, breathe out for the next. <laughs> um, one thing I also found that wasn't fair is that the crew that they won, but then they went against David Elgin's uh, crew. David Elgin's crew had twice as many people, man. Yeah, that's a big crew. Like the other crew has six people. You have like 12, 13 people. <laughs> Like strength in numbers is <laughs> it seems like that's what wins here. <laughs> march them off the floor. Yeah, what was that? Like <laughs> they wave them off the floor like that. That was yeah. It's like no 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 no, we was gonna go again. Nope. Nope, it's over. We declared it's this over. is over. And Mr. Raz was like, Yeah, dog, it's over. Mr. Rad didn't care. <laughs> in his uh velour suit. I'm sure it was velour. Oh yeah, yeah. Um so uh we see um Sonny who would eventually uh, betray yeah. <laughs> the crew. Like, this dude's, like, they should have kicked him out a long time ago. He's kind of a trash person. Yeah, he was just. <laughs> He's like, why, why can't we just split it up 12 ways? Like, okay, if David and Elgin are putting up the money, yeah. they should get the bulk of it. Like, why yeah. can't we just split it evenly? Like, you go put up some money? No. No, but I still want equal. <laughs> but, I still want but I still want it. He was a very, sh- I mean, not even to get too deep in this, he's a very shallow, shallowly written character. Like, you just kind of knew, like, yeah, he's going to do something bad. Uh, this was, uh, <laughs> like this you was knew Young Rome. Yeah, you could feel the turnabout. Yeah, you could feel it beca- You could feel it coming, you know? And so when it, when it happened, it was like, oh, well, duh. Like, clearly this guy wasn't happy. Oh, see, because I didn't recognize him. Uh, that was uh, Romeo from Immature. Mm-hmm. That oh, was God. Sonny. I didn't even recognize them. <laughs> or the one, the one who had the the the, the blonde, curly blonde hair. Yeah, that was that's Sonny. Okay, huh? <laughs> so uh, Chris Stokes gave him a job. Um, so uh, I also have a theory um, about Sonny. I, I don't. I, it doesn't add. I just feel like because he's kind of a trash person. Mm-hmm. I think he killed Lil Saint. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> now, that could have been compelling. Oh God, Chris Stokes is not advanced enough to write that in. <laughs> this is a fan theory. <laughs> you should put this on our fan theories on Reddit. See if anyone cares. Somewhere Chris Stokes is like shit. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> oh man, he'll it'll be in the remake of You Got Served. <laughs> um, uh, Brandon, what what notes did you have uh, uh, from there? From from there, it's that it's that second dance battle, and after like sometime after that, they get called out by uh, Wade, Wade and his crew. Mm-hmm. But the hilarious thing, how it happens, like they don't. They don't meet face to face and challenge them. <laughs> they they don't send them a note. They give them a VHS tape, yeah. in which yeah. in which they watch. They I think they watch that tape at least three times to make sure he said what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and the, it was, I guess it was like it was if just forward because like this is pre YouTube. Yeah. This is pre smartphones with Snapchat or Instagram. Pre social media. Yeah. So someone had a giant camcorder. Yep. And filmed and, it. And filmed it. 
and made sure it got to Elgin so they could watch it four times. Yeah. <laughs> before agreeing to the said battle. And how did it wait? How did it get to them? I don't know. I think it was Novel. He, he just had it, I think. Yeah, now I can't remember how how it got to him. I don't think it was explained. I think he's just I like, yeah, this crew up from o- like, Orange yeah, County wants to challenge us. San Diego. He wants to challenge us. Wants to challenge us. And it's like the most money they've it's ever the seen. Most, it's the most early 2000s MTV kind of shooting. Like yeah. the camera's <laughs> zooming in and out. Zooming in and out. Almost Moving like they were around. like trying to audition for Singled Out or something. No, it was an episode <laughs> Yo, of The Real World. Or something. <laughs> I'm Wade. You should put me on The Real World. I'm a crazy guy that speaks his mind, <laughs> and I like to dance. If you ain't scared, put up some money, and we'll meet you on the dance floor. Ah, <laughs> uh, little did we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Megan Good, who ha- whose role was much too small in this Beautiful. film. Full, just two L's. Uh, I guess I, I, she. I get this. Is, this is this is not her lane. Um, what being the friend? being the comic relief? Oh no, not her. No. Her being the comic relief that was not that was not her lane. Um, but hey, Chris Stokes gave her a job. Um, <laughs> at, at one point, she wears a jacket with her own face on it. Yeah, yeah. Her own face is on the back. <laughs> I would say Chris Stokes probably put her in the movie because he wanted to sleep with her, but I don't think she's his type. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I don't think he probably No, no. In that case, Marcus Houston lobbied for her to be in it too, then in that case. Yeah. And Amarion wanted Jennifer Freeman. To who, be in it. who wouldn't want Jennifer Freeman? <laughs> this was this was at the height of her my wife and kids fame. Yeah. He was like, Yeah, give me that light skin chick from that Tammy Wayne show. <laughs> <laughs> uh so they show up. Um to battle uh well they played well the scene we played at the beginning. With, uh, okay, we know you wanted to challenge them, but then they just, then they show up. How did they find them? Yeah. Yeah, how they How'd find them? How do you know them? where they'd be? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys don't even live out here. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you, like, you, you way, far way. Far from home, yeah. You, you far away from home, yep, pretty much. Y'all got um, out here to challenge us. And <laughs> even if they got that information from Sonny. Mm-hmm. This leads into the well, it was weird. It's like, okay, how do y'all not rehearse? Y'all had to rehearse. They say we don't practice. Y'all practice sometime. You yeah. got to. We don't, no, no. He said we don't practice. We just do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. y'all know. Somehow they uh, linked brains. Yeah. yeah. Sunny. <laughs> Hive mind. <laughs> because that, that was the interesting <laughs> with the battle, and there are a lot of things that happen here. Okay. How did. Is someone taping these battles? Because how was Sonny able to teach the crew or show them all their moves <laughs> in less than 24 hours? Yeah, that was impressive. Like, he's like, oh, I'm not getting paid. I'm going to this crew that lives a couple of hours away, probably. <laughs> and I'm going to show them all the moves that I know from memory because nobody tapes these battles. <laughs> we don't really practice. <laughs> and I'm going to get more money. And I, that I don't have to put up. <laughs> he just wanted a handout. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least he was 
unapologetic about it. Yeah, pretty much. It was very reminiscent of the scene in Bring It On, where um, you know the girls from Compton go to um, go to the Rancho Carney's practice and start you know miming their dance moves in front of them and and take over. It was that's what that scene always reminded me of, and I wonder yeah. if Chris Stokes stole that. <laughs> um, well, let me see. I. It was Bring It On. Oh, Bring It On. I was in high school when Bring It On came out. That was like 99, I think. Because Kirsten Dunst was still a kid. <laughs> 2000, so yeah. 2000, was, okay, so yeah, it was before before you got served. So, uh, yeah, you probably stole it. He's like, you know that um, scene where the black girls come to the white girls, start taking their dance moves? We're going to do that only in reverse, where the white dudes going to take the black dudes' dance moves. It's going to be dope. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm telling you, man. That was one of the rewrites. He was like, <laughs> um, "Yeah." So, I, and well, the first one of the notes I had there was Federline. That's why I saw Kevin Federline. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have been. I would not have been able to pick him out. Yeah, because he, he had a ponytail, and you only see it for like five seconds. So yeah. I, I knew already that he was in the film. Okay. Yeah, I knew. Um, he was, yeah, just yeah. It's crazy though. Like he, <laughs> he was he was a backup dancer for Britney Spears, right? Yeah. That's how they met. Okay. Yeah. And I um I wrote that well again Sonny is trash, um, <laughs> and I felt like was he planning this all along because this was the next day, like was that the last straw? <laughs> yeah, he probably had been thinking about it for a while, and he was like, like I ain't you know, what? ask y'all no more. <laughs> These my boys, man. You was in a singing group with them, man. These are your boys. You need to make this work. And then when they're like, well, we're putting up the money, he was like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to Wade's house. <laughs> <laughs> goes over the way he's like it's not fair man just because they put all the money away it's like yeah man you you deserve better man we're gonna give you fifty dollars <gasps> whoa <laughs> fifty dollars <laughs> oh my god but under oh. one condition oh, you boy, have to no show fooling? us all. <laughs> no fooling <laughs> <laughs> under one condition you have to show us all their moves Right now. <laughs> <laughs> right That's how he proves second. he's in. That's how he proves his loyalty. I just imagine him dancing really, really hard in the <laughs> living room <laughs> with no music. By, by himself. It's like, you're not a cop, are you? And then the girls come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. We got girls, too. We got girls, too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Go call, go call Cheryl and Tammy. <laughs> that proves he's not a cop. He's got to dance. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I mean, if you think about it, like, and that's the thing with with this movie, as we have continuously kind of pointed out, and Chris Stokes didn't think about. It, there's just a lot of continuity issues and yeah. timeline issues and things that just don't make sense. Like, and because there's another nitpicking that I'm going to do when we get to this other scene that I want to talk about. But yeah, all right. Um Yes, I was right. Why is he playing this all along? It's the next day. Was anyone taping these battles? Because I, how does Sonny remember all the moves and show it to somebody in less than twenty four hours? Professional. Um, <laughs> and then when they when they lost and they um uh they Wade's crew takes the money and everything and they leave. Um, <laughs> I put um. The, the 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 advice that Mr. Rad gives, I wrote down Radfusius. <laughs> Radfusius. <laughs> Just, I wrote down dramatic motivational Steve Harvey speech. <laughs> uh. 
Oh, never forget that when they saw Sonny turning on them, it like played this really dramatic rock song. <laughs> yeah. Just, ding, ding. It's like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> We've been had, fools. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, man. Um. This is art house. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so the the next day, where David and Elgin are shooting baskets, that's what I want to call it, and then uh, Vic comes up, and he wants to join the crew. Um, so they're already they're already treating Vic like trash. It was like, hey, I gotta go. Um, but can you spot me a twenty? No, I don't. I don't have any money. And then and then Vic just says, oh, I, well, I have ten dollars. So that was, was that his dues, his crew, <laughs> his, his his crew dues. dues, protection money. <laughs> and who knows? That's probably what they were doing to Sonny. <laughs> Just bumming money <laughs> off of him. Had <laughs> um, so um, ATM. <laughs> need somebody else these dance moves one day. <laughs> so David and um, Leah go out on a date. Uh, I was like, how? What did that ten dollars buy? Yeah, that was I felt if he didn't have any cash on it was like they had hamburgers and fries yeah. and milkshakes and so much. They were there and they were there for hours. Day. Yeah. Hours. And that's the thing. That's another thing. Time just felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, time, like, well, he, it's dark all of a sudden. Like, it's like, like look, were y'all there. back and forth to looking at Marcus Houston making the drop off. And it's clearly nighttime. Yeah. But then it shoots back to the diner and it's clearly the daytime. sun is shining into the diner. Chris Stokes, get it together, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's just so, he's like, oh, man, looked at his phone with that surprised Omarion look. <laughs> like, it, it's just, yeah, that, that part got, did not make a lot of sense to me. I got eight missed calls. <laughs> <laughs> Must be my other, j- I mean. Uh, uh, <laughs> Omarion with Leah clearly punching above his weight class. Like, she's older than you. She's yeah. smarter than you. She's more on the ball than you. Like, what does she see in him? Like, is is she Captain, you know, like, she trying to save him? Like, I can make him better. <laughs> I can fix him. <laughs> Leave All him he alone. wants to do is dance. It's that, it's, it's that Don Henley song. All he wants to do is dance, dance, dance. <laughs> Bought out pistol waivers, making a, drug drops. Yeah, and was she <laughs> slave to the rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he wants to do, man. She's like, if I could just get him, you know, to to pick up a book that's not about dancing. <laughs> um, was she right to be making that demand like that on their first date? No, they you're going to turn off your just phone. Started going out. Yeah, that's a little extreme. And um, give me your phone. And that's kind of how I figure Marion's punching above his weight class because he put up with that. <laughs> like, you're not going to make me turn off my phone on the first date. Like, you're lucky I'm buying you food. <laughs> With this, my last ten dollars <laughs> that I got from Vic, <laughs> so which this apparently is buying us all you can eat burgers and fries. Yeah, like we just sitting here, just like, or maybe it was the same burger and fries, and they just got ate them slow, <laughs> one at a time. And the service like, um, <laughs> are y'all gonna order something else? Like you're you're taking up my table. I could have had like four or five <laughs> couples by now. You guys are ruining my tips. Yeah, and you know with that $10, they didn't tip. No. <laughs> tip with what? They didn't tip. 
which kind of makes you wonder, you were in all these drugs and you ain't got nothing to show for it? Mm-mm-mm. Well, he had $1,500. He's like, well, you know I had to hit up the mall. I had to hit up the mall. You know that, that, that weird Weasley thing that Omarion does? <laughs> you know I had to hit up the mall. Oh, man. Um, okay, so um, uh, Elgin had to do the, the Emerald Run by himself. And he gets jumped and robbed. By three guys. Like, yeah. So even if Omarion was there. They probably still would have gotten robbed. Exactly. <laughs> Except they would have been together. <laughs> <laughs> then y'all could both hey, go back to Emerald. You. Was it my fault? <laughs> I just want to sidestep an unfortunate situation. Yeah, three dudes. So when I saw that, I was like, yeah, that, bro. Even if he's there. Even if Dave is there, y'all are still getting robbed. Like, y'all might get the drop on, like, for a little bit, but when that third dude shows up, it's over. Um, so, uh, Elgin's in the hospital. Um, all, everyone else comes. Like, I'm, Okay, what didn't make sense here is, <clears throat> okay, his leg's in a brace, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um did did he have surgery? I don't know. So that's my nitpick. Or he seemed like he was up and he was up on that leg. As, it felt like in two days. He had a really good sprain. He got up like on his own power and probably yeah. like he since they didn't like show they they shot him from the waist up. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that he was just standing. He was just holding the crutches and just standing on both of yeah. his feet. <laughs> it felt weird. I was he's like, like I'm at, and when he leaves, like he's he's just walking. He but he doesn't know how to walk with crutches, <laughs> so he's just walking normally and holding the crutches. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of bothered me. Like I'll never dance again. Like two days later, he's <laughs> like, <laughs> literally two days later, <laughs> this is like, okay, so was this a knee sprain? Yeah, them stem cells, man, <laughs> <laughs> or what? Um, that Kobe, that Kobe treatment. This is- this is just an elaborate Black Mirror episode where <laughs> medical, medical technology has advanced so much that, that he was able to break his leg and bounce back to dance the, in the dance yeah, competition. Because the big bounce made. couldn't have been had to be it was less than a month. So I've seen professional athletes be out longer than that for because that type of injury. I, it had to be a, a sprain or something because when he sit, he's just sitting in the living room, and then Leah comes in and. He's sitting up normally, yeah. like you normally sit in a chair. Like, aren't you supposed to have your leg like elevated yeah. or something? Like, he's just sitting there like you normally sitting down. Continuity. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Stokes was like, that's just a minor detail. So I'm like, how messed up is his leg? <laughs> they were like, so in the script, Chris, right here, you know, we're, we're reading over this. And it says here that, you know, he's. In a cast? Yeah, he's in a cast. And then just two days later, though, he's sitting up by himself and walking around. Yeah. That, that doesn't make sense, Chris. Ah, minor details, man. No one's going to pay attention to that. <laughs> um, He's got to be walking again. He's got to dance. Okay, up to this point, Brandon, did you have any other notes? Uh, that before they left, of course, naturally, he was upset with Omarion's character. He was like, oh, you see my sister? And she's like, oh, no, it's not like that. We came to see you. Go home and stop acting like a hoe. Is what he said. Yeah. yeah. That was that was extreme. That probably doesn't get said but, today. <laughs> but also after that, like, where, <laughs> where um, 
all the other guys are like, yeah, man, you always doing, like, you always uh, leave out your boys over some girl. He's like, no, I don't do that. He's like, you did. And then the one dude's like, you did that with the triplets, <laughs> Letitia, Latasha, Latoya. You did that with, what's your name? Like, he just, like, named oh, <laughs> like, all these girls. girls. Like, damn, like. Y'all just, y'all just so. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so terrible to your friends? Friend, exactly. <laughs> Makes you like a terrible person. Damn, Marion. What are you doing, David? <laughs> um. Uh, what? Who is calling up here? I'm not answering that. Um. Okay, so when they're, uh, it's a little later, and they're rehearsing and everything, uh, putting their own crews together or whatever. Well, who are these unsafe little dudes that little Saint was running with? Like he's like eight or nine years old. Who are these unsafe hey, dudes? They're, they're emerald runners in training. That's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's his gang, his crew. Mm-hmm. Because like, they can't dance like y'all. They shouldn't be dancing at all, man. Go go to school. <laughs> go to school, man. Get your education so you don't have to dance. Um. Yeah, uh, Elgin is a trash older brother. Uh, because he. Oh, this is when they were in the diner, mm-hmm. and Leah came to see David at the diner, and then Elgin comes in, and then I don't know if he like grabbed her by the hair or he mushed her in the face, but it was something that was like, okay, that's that's too much. Yeah, especially for your supposed to be your sister. <laughs> <laughs> if you gra- if you just had to grab an arm, if you're going to be aggressive, yeah. grab an arm. That's as far as you need to go. <laughs> But he was like, he, he would throw a punch. <laughs> I mean, he's finna be me. Yeah, he's finna be me. This yes. was 2004, and Chris Stokes wrote this. Yeah. So maybe for that scene, continuity. It's like, they ain't brother and sister no more. <laughs> Not in this scene. <laughs> it's like, oh, they didn't tell him until much later that it's like you had to remind him they're brother and sister. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. Ah, minor detail. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, that'll just blow over. Oh God. All these minor details, yeah. Mr. Stokes. So when uh, that, so after that scene uh, is, as every dancing movie, there's a montage. <laughs> Got to to the to the music of the Black Eyed Peas featuring yeah. Papa Roach. Yeah. Yes. It's like, oh, what? That was that was on Elephant. Yep. That yeah. was sign of the times. <laughs> sign of the times. Um. So, yeah, uh, so they have the montage of them doing their own thing as far as dancing and putting their crews together. I did not. character himself finds another warehouse. Yeah. (laughs) Dancing. Well, no, that was, uh, well, part of it was then Mr. Rad's warehouse. Warehouses are not cheap. Rent is not cheap in that area. Um, so, yeah, I think they were both practicing just at different times in Mr. Rad's warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then at what other that other space was. Um, I didn't realize how unnecessary the dancing in the rain part was. Wouldn't it be? <laughs> I don't care. This is how it happened. Bruh. I'll they tell you. Both, they were both there at the same time and didn't know it. <laughs> they were on opposite sides of the building. <laughs> opposite sides of the building, dancing outside in the rain. I'm telling you, I, the last time I watched this, when I watched it a few weeks ago, I was like, a lot of girls became women off of this scene. <laughs> like, oh, my. He's he's wet in the, in the rain. Oh, my God. 
Uh, I would I would ask you this, uh, Brandon. Have you seen the movie Boomerang? Yes. Okay. Which scene is more uh, unnecessary? This dancing in the rain scene, or the scene where Eddie Murphy is sitting in front of the his eight televisions in his office? <laughs> oh, definitely. Where you see the sky in the rain scene. And the only reason <laughs> I say the dancing in the rain scene is because they're clearly there at the same time, and just <laughs> just not acknowledging each other. <laughs> What if, it would be funny if they were on the same side of the building, but they were just like a hundred feet away from each other, <laughs> dancing so hard, just like punching the rain. Just, uh, take that, David. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna win. Take my sister. <laughs> um, nobody hurts my sister but me. Like, what <laughs> <laughs> kind of felt like, bro? Okay, so when they get to the uh, the big bounce, and well, that yeah, the big bounce had, had they found out about it, so they're putting their their stuff together. Um, so Mister Rad shows up, and he's talking to Leah, saying that oh well, well we missed this part because this I, I wanted to get to the part that that it was the clip that you put up on Facebook, Brandon, yeah, where. Uh, Elgin, <laughs> no, like Emerald shows up in the Escalade, Escalade. and one of his goons jumps out and like chases yeah, down Elgin, him. throws him in the Escalade. He loses his glasses. <laughs> so like, no one saw it. So sadly, no this is the hilarious the... thing. It's like he almost got away. Yeah. <laughs> but then had to remember. Oh no, we're shooting a movie. <laughs> so this is the scene when I was watching this with Josh and Kendra. When he gets in the car and Emerald's talking and he's breathing so heavy, <laughs> and Josh just goes like, "There's no way this guy's still alive." <laughs> uh, that is Michael Telefero. Yeah, look it up. Um, he was also in uh, The Replacements, if anyone's seen that. Oh, man. Uh, but he passed away in 2006. Two years after the movie. He was like, there's uh, no way this guy's still he had a He had a stroke. Yeah, he sounded like he was having one in the, in the yeah. car. <sighs> he he was money. also in Half Past Dead. <laughs> um, he, was in, he was in Bad Boys. He was in Life. He was oh, the yeah, cornbread. Eat your cornbread. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I took a drink yeah. after that. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, he's dead. Let's take a drink for that." Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, he he did play in the NFL. He used to play for Washington. And oh, so in the USFL. Was, so yeah. he was convincing in that movie. Yeah. Um. So, uh, <laughs> let's see. Um. Yeah, what would what be funny though is if, um, if Elgin's leg still hurt, what if he just started going like sprinting full speed? <laughs> Small details, man. Small details. Um, he had to remember they were shooting. <laughs> He's like, oh, cut, cut, cut. Marcus, man, your leg's you supposed to be injured, man. You're you running too fast. Take off on him. <laughs> I cannot run this guy though. It doesn't matter. Your character. Your character has a torn ACL. Yeah. Your character can outrun him. And that's what matters. <laughs> they keep talking about continuity, man. That's I'm trying that with right now. We're trying continuity, man. We're gonna see if we can make it work. 
We're going to try this new thing. <laughs> this new thing called continuity. Um, I audited the class at USC. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there were to just uh, bring it to uh, Mr. Rag coming to the big bounce and talking to Leah um, mm-hmm. about about Emerald. And then because we met Mr. Chuck earlier. Um, was he the one with the gun at the. Uh, yeah, yeah. At the, yeah. It was the off duty. The off duty cop. Yeah. With a gun. It's like, oh, he's going to shoot someone over this dance battle? Like, is that what he's going to shoot a child? (laughs) That's what Mr. Rad was was, was saying. Like, he will shoot you. Okay. That's what's up. All right. He'll shoot me. Okay. Um, But the way that Mr. Rad described why David and Elgin don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. Emerald anymore, I don't know if this was your theory, but Mr. Rad had Emerald taken out. I'm about think to say, so? He totally killed him. <laughs> oh God! He, <laughs> he killed. Totally he killed him. That man. The dark side of Mister Rad. It's like he had a change of heart. Like, no, you shot him in the heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you had you had Mister Chuck shoot him in the heart. Now Mister Chuck is on your payroll. Oh <laughs> Mister Rad stands for murder. Like, just... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it's like my guns are bigger than yours. Like I just, <laughs> we had a heart to heart. The sad truth about this movie is that once this movie ended in that universe, they now owe Mister Rad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is sad. He's like, now you work for me. You want to keep now dancing in this warehouse? Me. You take these backpacks to where I take. <laughs> We're gonna take you. <laughs> We're going to Washington. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna dance in Washington. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that would be in the You Got Served sequel that we were robbed of. Someone call up Chris Stokes. Get on this. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I think, yeah, Mr. Rat had Emerald killed. Um, so, uh, Lil Saint is missing from this scene. Um, what was what was the guy's name? Rico says he hadn't seen him all day. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, like... Lil Saint seems to follow Rico everywhere he goes, even shadow. if it was to the bathroom in the shower. <laughs> Don't y'all live together? <laughs> Blood couldn't make us any closer. It should. Like, you look close to this little boy. Like one thing I didn't like, I didn't. That was weird about that scene. Just like with what what injury did Elgin actually have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is this doctor so neatly dressed? Like, I'm, if he just worked in a gunshot victim, he should, he should be in be scrubs dirty. with at least a little bit of blood on it. And it wasn't just any old doctor. It was Professor, Professor Ogilvy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Professor Ogilvy. No, that, what's funny is he probably, like, you know, first of all, continuity. Yeah. That's, like, the theme of this of this movie here. Um I just choose to think that maybe he washed up <laughs> because he was like, "Yeah, bro, we ain't saving this kid." Um, you're not gonna, you're not gonna wash up did. and put back on a suit. <laughs> he maybe. did say it was hours ago. He washed up. He was like, "Oh, that kid. Oh, he's. I mean, he's. Uh, that, that, yeah. <laughs> he, oh man. He may have given. He may have given them false information or something. Yeah. Because if he was a doctor <laughs> and he worked on a gunshot victim, that he, he's a surgeon then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a surgeon. Why is he not in scrubs? Unless he's the chief of surgery, like on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Maybe he scrubbed it out. It didn't make sense. Like, why couldn't y'all just give him scrub? It's cheaper than this suit, that yeah. he, this shirt and tie that he got on right now. 
with a stethoscope. Oh, that means doctor. Yep. That- <laughs> I used to I used to get my mom's stethoscope and talking to those things. That was like a microphone to me. He was, he was like, I'm not looking good for this kid. Yeah, no, we're not. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> He's not gonna. He ain't. We don't make it. <laughs> and apparently, his parents just came in. Um, his his parents knew like he, they knew, this happened hours ago. Yeah. Um, if Rico was, you know, the big brother, the parents didn't call him, or or anything. They didn't tell him. <laughs> they didn't anything. know about him. Like you, one of them gangbangers. You got him shot. Like no, I'm only in a dance crew. <laughs> That's just as bad. That's just as bad. <laughs> just bad. <laughs> Little Satan wants to be you, and now he can't. He'll never be you because he's dead. Because <laughs> he's dead. And I think Rico tried to halfway say later on, like the next scene, that if um if you had let it's it something like if you let Little Saint be in the crew in the first place, mm-hmm. then he wouldn't have been out there with those other eight or nine year old gangsters and gotten shot. Running drugs for Mr. Rad. (laughs) (laughs) But my theory, I I still think that, um, yeah, Sonny Sonny shot Lil Saint. That'd be really sad if he did. Sonny shot him. (laughs) Little did he know he would inspire them to come together and rename their team the Little Saints. Attack his heart. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That was like like when Loki killed uh, Agent Coulson, man. That made them the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert for what? That's a seven-year-old spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that made that was the thing that made them the Avengers, man. They were like, we got to put this pettiness behind us, man. We got to come together. It. He's fine. Colson is fine. Yeah, I mean, now <laughs> he is. Yeah, but nobody knows it. But yeah. he's fine. <laughs> so that may. Oh, then that's another theory. Then Little Saint didn't really die. They just had to make it look like he died to bring them together to form the Little Saints. The Little Saints. I have I have a thing with that one as well. Um, Bro kidnapped him. <laughs> <laughs> they made him watch the big bounce <laughs> on repeat for years. <laughs> so, um. This was that was after day one of the big bounce. So Elgin's team makes it to the finals. David's team was uh, somebody like out, somebody tripped or fell or yeah, hurt they, their ankle, something. And then like the rest of the team just kept going mm-hmm. like nothing happened. Yeah, that David's team. <laughs> David's team was really bad. Yeah, like I remember thinking, say, all right, so was Elgin like the the talent here? Because like David's crew looks like they've never danced. Like they, they were they were falling. It was just like <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm gonna do this twist. Oh god, I fell. Like it, it was kind of embarrassing and it made me think that you know, um David was being carried by Elgin. Possibly. Yeah. Um also had that um Okay, so the the second day where it's the finals and everyone got their free Adidas jumpsuits uh, matching Adidas <laughs> jumpsuits everyone <laughs> um so Elgin went to check in his team and give a give the person at their team name how did you know that you made the finals if you didn't have a team name <laughs> before Small like what details. was the t- Small details, Greg. Small details. How did you know you made it? 
Um, Chris Stokes couldn't even answer that question, right? Chris Stokes told them. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> um, and then, like, uh, all the teams they had their names, but so it was like, um, he started off with Wade's crew, and then it was like. Bug B and his boys. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like a group of girls. I can't remember what they were called. Trash. They, they but were they pretty. they had a team name though. <laughs> they had a team name. The dance sets. Uh, and I then there was a then there was another team. They had a team name. And then Elgin's team is called the Little Saints. Wade's crew is just called Wade's crew. Yeah. <laughs> like So you don't forget who they are. It reminds me of <laughs> Uh, y'all familiar with John Mulaney? Yes. He had a bit where he talked about when he was in in school, there were um, there was an advanced math class, or just, like in the math class that had the kids who were advanced, they were in one group, and the kids who were kind of whatever at their level uh, in their second group. It's like, okay, the first group, um, uh, what's the name of your group going to be? And they said, uh, we're going to be the Blue Angels, like the Flying Jets. <laughs> like, okay, the Blue Angels. All right. All right, group two, what's the name of your group? Group two. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wade's crew. <laughs> so that's what I thought. Like, Wade's crew is group two. <laughs> it's like, why? Because we're, 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 we're Wade's crew. Y'all don't have a creative name? No. <laughs> well, which one is Wade? Which one is Wade? <clears throat> Me. <laughs> <This I'm> is... <laughs> well, what are your names? Crew. Crew. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, oh I did. I did write that. Uh, Lil Wade had to be written for Wade Robson, and then Stokes just got too lazy to change the name. <laughs> yeah. I I definitely think that would have been the case. Um, any before the last battle, did you have any notes before that, uh, Brandon? Before the last battle started, before I had, well, one the big bounce, it, it like it shows a sign of the time because the big bounce was hosted by the one and only newcomer to the scene, Lala. <laughs> oh yeah. Who wore the same thing on both days? Yeah. What she wore the same thing. Two, the, we there was no uh, difference between like filming the movie mm-hmm. and Lala being on MTV. It was like <laughs> no difference. Like y'all couldn't put like an MTV logo in the corner to make it look like this is on TV. I think I it just looked like Lala talking to the camera. Then like, Lala sit in front of all these white kids. <laughs> <laughs> No, if they did that, then the movie would have been nine million dollars instead of eight, <laughs> and they didn't have that extra million. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. Um, the way that it was announced that it was a tie and these groups are going to battle mm-hmm. was so clunky. Yeah, because okay, like, Wade's no. like, all right, and the winner is like, uh, okay, hold up, uh, y'all, y'all really going to do like because they, they didn't then, write it. <laughs> they, no they, lines. Yeah, there had to be no. There was no script for this, because he goes back to the judges' tables like, "You're gonna make this a tie." Like, no, and then Lil Kim just comes and takes the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> straight hood. <laughs> you can't do this to these boys. This is about more and than just Mr. money. Mr. Rad like put 
Bigfoot comes in, yeah. swoops in, like gives his advice. Which is how you know like, that he's a who, powerful man. Yeah. No one stopped him. Security he, was like, no, yeah. no, that's Mr. You want that's a bullet Mr. in your that's heart? That's Mr. Rad. <laughs> that's Mr. Rad. Your heart? heart? Yeah, you want a bullet in your heart, bro? He just killed Mr. He just killed Emerald. Who were the hell are you? You mean the heavy breathing <laughs> dude that ran drugs with, with kids? Yeah, that Emerald. <laughs> <laughs> He's Emerald now. <laughs> yeah, he just ran down there. He's like, you can't do that to these boys. That will break their heart. This is about more than just money, which it did not seem like this is about more than just money. It seemed to be all, all about <laughs> money. <laughs> Mr. Rad was a little off there. Territory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And then it was messed up. He just, like, straight, make it straight hood. Like, where were the big bounce bylines, bylaws? Like, what did they say about this, huh? (laughs) Like, not too hood. Yeah. It's like Section 2, Article 3 of the big bounce bylaws. Is that a a scoring mark? Like, all right, I give them uh, an eight for creativity, uh, Nine for execution, uh, seven for hoodness. Yeah, seven for hoodness. <laughs> they just start calling people out of the crowd. Like, yeah, you, you. <laughs> oh, the dude who's talking about uh, when they were asked, like, "Hey, can you get Oscar? Can you get Oscar?" Yeah, and by the end, like, we did not care about Oscar. Yeah, he was just he was a break dancer, but he was just some dude. Yeah, and you like this is like it should have been. Some celebrity, yeah. somebody we know who can dance to be Oscar. Oscar comes in like, who the hell is this? Yeah. Oh, that's Oscar. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. You waited for him? <laughs> that's Oscar, I guess. They could have gotten, I'm trying to think what they could have gotten. Like maybe, because um, they had already, I, did, I can't think of any other guest stars. It should have been somebody like Usher. Been Usher cool. would have been perfect. Then it would have been nine million dollars. <laughs> Ten million dollars. They couldn't. They couldn't afford. It. It's like, hey man, you think Usher could do a guest in this? Like, not for cheap. <laughs> you know going... he had to come and do it for Little Saint. Because <laughs> then, when did he do lit light it up? He was getting lighted up money. He wasn't gonna come. <laughs> I think that was like a year, like a couple of years before. He was like, yeah, man, you you're not gonna get Usher, man. He's He's a hot thing in Hollywood right now. He's doing Light It Up. He's, he's doing, doing the faculty. The faculty. What was that other uh, movie? Uh, where he was the DJ. The, no, yeah, he's the DJ slash bodyguard. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, you're not gonna get him. Light <laughs> It Up was 1999. Okay. Oh, he was well. He was a big yeah. star by then. Yeah. It was just like they couldn't afford him. He's like, man, have they seen Light It Up? Do they know? <laughs> it's like, do they know what I've done? It's like, we want you to do this film. Uh, you got served. And he just threw down the script. You got ser- served. I did light it up. Who's who is in this movie? <laughs> um, the guys immature, immature. Immature. The guys that changed into IMX pass. I don't need to know who else is in it. <laughs> I don't need to know. I don't want to do. I don't want to share screen time with Romeo, LDB, and Batman. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I can just imagine. He's like, do you know how much better? My album did an immature. <laughs> Light it up was number five at the box office. <laughs> oh god! And then, and then, like, uh, you got served opened at number one, and it's just like that scene in the Temptations movie where Johnny <laughs> May sees them performing an American Bandstand, and she's just like, "Damn it!" <laughs> that's that's him sitting at a bar. It's like, "Damn it!" Should have took that role. I need to call Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> Christos is like, yeah, turn me down for you guys serve. I'm going to ruin your career. <laughs> I'm going to do stuff with you that you won't like. 
let me stop. That got a little too. Uh... Um, <laughs> well, in that case, if if it would have been another million dollars to get Usher for those few minutes, do you think a million of this eight million that was spent was spent on Little Kim? I wonder how much she got for this. I'm I'm gonna say she at least got a quarter to a half a million dollars at least, because she was Little Kim and she was hot at the time. So not yeah. bad to say just. Be in there for like ten minutes and say how much she wants things to be street in street hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, looking at a couple of uh, things about the film, uh, it was nominated for two MTV awards: one for best ba- breakthrough male performance for Omarion. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, and best dance sequence. Um. Marion and Marcus Houston. I, I, this is for the the final big bounce scene, so it would have been just those two to get the award, not not anybody else in B two K. There was. I wanted. To, I was looking for the reviews. Here we go. Um, look for a couple of short ones here. Uh, Mister Mister Vi, this is. These are all from IMDb. Uh, gives it a one out of ten, <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Wow, this is monumentally bad." He says, "I think the screenplay was written by a couple of junior high students whose lone experience in life has come from watching MTV. Actually, it is close to being funny, but right before you're about to laugh at how dumb it is, you are more repulsed by how bad it is. Then there is the acting or lack thereof." I just love the way all of the performers pose in front for the camera. They look so moronic. I guess what you want to know is this film so bad that it is good? No, it is so bad that it is horrible. (laughs) Um, Let's see if there's another short one here. At least that final dance battle has what is also another sign of the times. Uh, one of the greatest and most important rap records to ever come out of the early 2000s, and that is Joe Button's Pump It Up. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was the final dance battle music. Yeah. One Ooh. day that song is going to become public domain, and they're going to sing that around campfire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, I still contend uh, Joe Button is a one-hit wonder. That was his crowning achievement. Don't that tell is, it to his is, uh, fans. They will fight you. <laughs> I mean, I would. I feel I would, like he would say it. <laughs> I don't think he would. I mean, he he says that he is a better rapper than Eminem. Huh? Didn't he say that? I hope not. He. Yep. He did say it. <laughs> yeah, because he just said that all Eminem does <laughs> is put his rhyme words together. He doesn't really. He doesn't really have bars. What else is what is rap though? Like this. That's like saying, like, that quarterback, all he does is throw touchdowns. All he does is is yell aggressive puns rhythmically. All he does is throw touchdowns and win games. Win games. He's not a – Tom Brady's not a good quarterback. All he does is win Super Bowls. All he does is wear the rings that he won. (laughs) Oh, also, we're trying to look up pictures of the the film. I was seeing, like – like, it's called You Got Served in America. Mm -hmm. But in – I think in Germany it was called like street style. 
and in um, they changed in Russia. It was called like Street Dancers. <laughs> like it had different titles. Do you think they changed? Do you think they like changed like the uh, the line where it's like tonight you suckers just got served to tonight. We were just street dancers or something. <laughs> street dancers. Street, 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 street dancers. Street dancers. Street dancers. I feel like in Germany they probably had to change it. It was probably something like um, black folks dancing or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's funny. Street style. Because like, oh yeah, we're here to promote. You got served? No, no, no. We're in Germany tonight. Oh, sorry. We're here to promote street style. Yeah. That's yeah. A good- it's offensive to the prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, some trivia here. Uh, Wade and Max were originally one character. Hmm. So they made it two. There was just too much awesomeness <laughs> to contain. For one man to handle. Yes. Um, it took the dancers two weeks to learn the opening sequence. See, that's why the... We don't practice. We just do it. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does not. How do you know what song's going to play? Mm-hmm. And how do you know what order everyone's going to go dance? Um, uh, Leah was maybe written with Aaliyah in mind. Mm. I could see that because she was she had just done. Um, a few years before that, Romeo got served. Not Romeo must die. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Sonny. Let's make it. Yeah, we gotta make that. That could be the sequel. Romeo got served. Romeo got served. You oh, got God. served too, Romeo. <laughs> I'm sorry, Romeo, but you gonna have to get served. Which only makes sense if you've seen Romeo Must Die, because he says that. I'm sorry, Romeo, but you gonna have to die. Ah, you got served too. Sonny must die. Ooh. And then they find out that he's the one who, who killed Lil Saint. Killed Lil Saint. Yeah. Then it becomes an action movie with very dance styled um, fights. Mm. I'd watch that. They all that. learn capoeira. I, I'd, I'd totally watch that. <laughs> um, Lil Fizz, because all B2K is in the film, he play, his character's name is Rashawn, <clears throat> but he is never addressed by name when he's on screen. <laughs> and David answers a phone call Hey, what's up, Rashawn? But it's not specified who that actually is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that was a last minute addition. That's um, funny. Like, oh, damn. There's somebody else in the group. Um, <laughs> shit. They just let Marion get all Rashawn. the screen time. That's funny. Um, and uh, actually, B2K uh, broke up shortly after this. I think we know why. That's probably we saw the movie. We know why. <laughs> they saw where it was going. Yeah, I guess what. Uh, well, Marion recording touch on the tour bus. Well, Mar yeah, Marion was there. Gwen Stefani, and they were like, "That's not cool." The movie was the final straw. Like, why does he get the lead? Huh? Did he give it up more than I did? Huh? Is that what? It- <laughs> I can do <laughs> it. <laughs> I can. I can do it. I can be your best. I- <laughs> No, it wasn't like that. Uh, someone that uh, had this goof said during the big bounce, uh, during the final, Lil Kim says the music will play for five minutes, and when she says stop, that's the end. But the music just fades out. <laughs> stop. She never says stop. <laughs> um, 
so uh that's how they did it in the street (laughs) (laughs) um i want to ask this um did um is there a lasting legacy for this film because i read a story on billboard that uh that had uh it was the 10 year anniversary of the film so this was 2014 but basically it seemed like Omarion and Marcus Houston uh see that it was uh, Marcus Houston said he watches it every time it comes on TV when when does it come on TV <laughs> oh it probably comes on BET a lot oh, it probably oh, comes BET. on bounce TV a lot oh, oh <laughs> big bounce on bounce TV Bounce TV. But uh, the article suggests that the film, even though there was Bring It On and Save the Last Dance and Break Stomp it, the Yard. and <laughs> But it inspired Stomp the Yard. It inspired Stomp and, the Yard and, and didn't like things like America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah, in the Step that? Up series mm. and America's Best Dance Crew. I mean, maybe. I mean, I imagine it was them seeing this like, we can do better. <laughs> it's like seven Step Ups. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it was like, just get better actors. Like, this was, it was a movie made with bad actors. It was poorly written. And they're like, we could do better. Movie made for $8 million, grosses $48 million. So you make your, you make back your money and then some. I imagine so. People are probably like, yeah, if we can just imagine what we could do if we got real actors <laughs> and an actual good script, you know? So yeah, I never thought about that. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, <clears throat> also, uh, also, what it got me thinking of is um, there was an interview where Bow Wow said that whenever a script calls for a young black male, mm-hmm. the script comes to him first. Like he gets all of these scripts. I wondered, did he get the script for you? Got served? I w- that'd be interesting to know. It would have been hilarious if he was supposed to be Little Saint. That or Sonny. He was trying to be a little saint. They're like, just a little too old. But would you like to be Sonny? <laughs> like, hell no, I'll be Sonny. No, I don't want to be him. I want to be no, David. Mm, no, you can't be David. Like, can I do the movie? Can I be the? Can I play David? But I don't have to dance. <laughs> how about how about I be Mr. Rad? <laughs> I know we already have Steve Harvey. I'll be a little rad. <laughs> I'm Steve funny. Harvey's all the rage right now. I'm funny. <laughs> so I have this question. Uh, there's a podcast listener where they, they always ask this question. Who won the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Who ultimately won? Mr. Rad. Mr. Rad. <laughs> Mr. Rad. Mr. Rad won the movie. Now you know who, how powerful I really am. <laughs> Oh, there's an after credit scene where <laughs> there's an after credit scene where someone brings him a large case of money of him betting on them. He's like, I knew they'd bring it together. <laughs> now we take over Japan or something. <laughs> I Wait, knew that. Is that for real? No, he's I didn't making this up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, to be. I bet if we had enough money, we could probably pay Steve Harvey to do it. <laughs> now we take Japan. <laughs> Oh man, so you got served. You got served Tokyo Drift. Like I'm <laughs> you got served to Tokyo Drift. 
Now I done told these boys that we coming over here to dance. Over here to dance. <laughs> the first scene, it's a Japanese crew facing off. It's a, it's a Jap- obviously Japanese crew when one guy jumps out in the mask and he reveals himself to be Sunny. <laughs> 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 Not this time. You guys won't take this away from me. I want this. Get get Bruckheimer on the phone. We've got <laughs> to make this movie. I could totally see that happening. I I mean, this is the long this is a long line of movies that I would like a sequel to. One of them, of course, I think I expressed to you, Greg. The um, uh, uh, remember the Titans two down in the Delta. I would like that to be made. But yes, you got served too. Um, even if you don't call it Tokyo Drift, like you know. You got served to the battle for Tokyo, or the battle for Japan. I think that got, that has to. Who's the who's the? Do we make it with beat? Well, no, they're Korean. So we go to, we go to Korea then. That's what we do. We go to Korea, and get BTS in there, and make them to be the catalyst for you know the K-pop boy bands. Yes, and they're out there serving people. Yeah. <laughs> And, the, you know, they they just been stealing all the black people's moves from America <laughs> for years and years. This is for this is to save this is to um to break down the wall that divides them in North Korea. That's what this movie is about. Then it becomes the Rocky four of you get served. <laughs> Until like they're they're over in North Korea dancing and they start chanting their names. B.T.S. <laughs> they pull them aside. They cheer for them. Do you hear them? <laughs> Turn my music on. <laughs> then there's got to be a scene like where one of the kids, you know, at the end of it, of course, and I'm just, I'm ripping off Rocky Four here. He's like, when I came here, and someone translates, <laughs> you felt a way about me. I guess I kind of felt a way about you. <laughs> and then then the leader of, of BTS's group and then Anna Marion, they like, they walk into an empty, an empty ring together or something, <laughs> where they're gonna have one last battle. <laughs> and he's like, and then the guy from BTS is like, "I got a special friend to judge this battle," <laughs> and it's a little saint. <laughs> <laughs> and it just fades to black. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. So this is the the um the it SCU, the serve. It was me all along. Yeah, this is the SCU, the uh, Serve Cinematic Universe. <laughs> the hilarious thing is Mr. Rad reports to Lil' Saint. <laughs> we got to make this happen. Somehow we have to make this happen. No, Mr. Rad just explains the whole thing. <laughs> See, I had to get him out of the country. <laughs> just starts with just just, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, why'd you do this, Mr. Rad? He has my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, I really want this movie to happen really bad. Just Rocky, make Rocky Four, you know, with dancing. Yes, let's do that. They're gonna tear down the walls. Even Kim, which one is now Kim Jong Un? <laughs> He'll be sitting up there, or a caricature of him. He was like, "You have won over my heart with your dancing. <laughs> I will free my people." <sighs> and for that, we'll let you leave. <laughs> oh um, man, yeah, we're gonna make this happen. <laughs> so. um Let's leave it on a high note. Let's. Uh, that'll be the end of our discussion on You Got Served. <laughs> the people of Korea get freed. Yes. <laughs> the greatest cinematic <laughs> achievement that could be made even greater. Um, For your consideration. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar voters. 